UFC's final pay-per-view of 2020 marks a bittersweet conclusion to a year that challenged us all. I think that you find out a lot about people in the hard times. I found out what I literally already knew about my team, my staff, the sport, the fighters. The early months showed great promise. A good 2020 to you from Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh! Whoa! Before spring lockdowns proved to be inescapable. NHL regular season suspended. NBA season suspended. MLB spring training is over. But when all hope seemed lost. The whole sports world is being affected. The UFC led the charge for a safe return. We're built for this. The battle's coming down. After a two-month pause in the action, the mixed martial arts leader is back. The fury shakes the ground. We saw adaptations of unprecedented scale. The safety system the UFC's put in place works. From the UFC's now famous apex. This is a special place. The way they've set this up is amazing. To the birth of Fight Island. Everybody said this couldn't be done, but here we are in Yaz Island. These safe havens allowed the greatest fighters on Earth to continue doing what they do best. Oh! will conclude this long and winding saga with a stacked card back home in Las Vegas. The headlining oh. flyweight king, Davidson Figueredo. Oh, Davidson Figueredo gets it Whoa. done by knockouts. Defends his belt on short notice against the UFC's first ever Mexican-born title challenger, Brandon Moreno. Well, that head kick sends him down, Brandon Moreno. Interim lightweight champ Tony Ferguson. The man is a complete fighter. He can finish you off his back from the top. He can do everything. Battles Brazilian finisher Charles Oliveira in the Comino. Wow! Charles to Brox wow. Oliveira. This guy continues to get it done. And surging fan favorite Kevin Holland. One oh. and done on the knockout for the Trailblazer. Battles 10-time jiu-jitsu gold medalist Ronaldo Jacare Sosa. Oh, he's got it. Jacare Sosa by submission. Wow. Witness their journeys unfold as they prepare to do battle on December 12th. I am the champion. decades, the heart of Brazil gave rise to one UFC champion after the next. But the journey of Davison Figueiredo was perhaps the most dominant. Yet another outstanding showcase for the UFC men's flyweight division tonight. Figueiredo's style is toughness. No problems getting into a firefight. Beltran Wally on the street. Figueiredo trying to get a late finish here in round two. He gets it. This is it. 
a very confident young man. He's confident in his ability to finish fights. Ooh, oh, God. he's out. And that is it. Davidson comes in here. Jiu-Jitsu black belt, karate style. Excellent pressure and excellent grappling. Oh, big elbow oh. and a big right from Figueredo. These are high-level fighters that he's just finishing. Another TKO victory in the octagon. Davison Figueredo with this really unusual style, but look at the timing of that Matador movement. For a 125er, he hits like a featherweight. Oh! He hurt him with it! Knocked out for Figueredo! Yeah, dangerous position wow. in the tap! After amassing 19 victories, oh. Davison Figueredo oh. by knockouts! With 16 finishes. Finally, he gets to compete for the gold, and he's looking motivated. Figueredo became champion of the Flyweights. And Figueredo smells blood once again. Oh, he's out. He's, he's out. 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 Joseph Benavidez is top of the food chain, and tonight, the Emerson Figueredo made it look easy. Figueredo! Just three weeks ago, Figueredo arrived in Las Vegas to defend his title for the first time. Show the ball. Against California wrestler Alex Perez in the UFC 255 main event. What a fight that should be for the men's flyweight championship. On a card built around Figueredo, the prelim headliner featured another flyweight bout between top contenders. Surging newcomer Brandon Royval and Mexico's top prospect, Brandon Moreno. I'm from Tijuana, Baja California, Mexico. It's in the north of my country, of Mexico, in the border with California, with the United States. I love Tijuana. This is an amazing place to live. A lot of fusion of different cultures, and my Mexican heritage is the most important thing. Here in Mexico, we have a, a really important culture of boxing. You know, we have a lot of Mexican boxers, really, really good, starting with uh, Julio Cesar Chavez, Juan Manuel Marquez, he's amazing. And right now, it's Canelo Alvarez. If I win the title, I can be the most important Mexican in the mixed martial arts. That was my dream. I dream every single day to be the next flyweight champion. Moreno down with a guillotine. And it's tight. He's going to tap. Or he's going to pass up. Whoa! Whoa. Brandon Moreno <laughs> submits the 5 one favorite! Mexico's Brandon Moreno entered the UFC at just 22 years of age and showed immediate promise. He's a kid with a lot of potential. You say a guy is underrated and people underestimate him, I mean, point rate for Brandon Moreno. He's long, he's scrappy, he's got really tricky submissions, especially in transition. Ooh, nice low kick there from Moreno. Shots. Woo. Oh. oh! After 
after five impressive victories against the world's best at 125 pounds. Oh! The title shot seemed to be within reach for the assassin baby. No, this is most certainly the best Marina we've ever seen. He just needed that defining moment to put him over the top. So on the same night, Davison Figueredo defends his title. Brandon's Moreno and Royball will try to make a statement to let the world know they should be next in line for a crack at the belt. Brandon Moreno is out to prove tonight that he should be next for a shot at that flyweight belt. He knows that Roy Val is a dangerous guy, but he feels that he's ready to perform to the level that we have come to expect from him. And after a victory tonight, they will call him the number one contender because he will have earned that. If Moreno has an advantage, I believe that advantage is in the power. He's got a very good ground game, and he's definitely got more experience inside the octagon. As we were saying, leading up to this fight, Moreno, if he's got an advantage, it's in the power. Nice low kick there from Brandon Royval. But Royval has so much activity. Look out for that guillotine. His guillotine is nasty. His ground game is very high level. He never sits still, whether it's on the feet or on the mat. Nice hip escape from Royval to get back to his feet. Oh, he got tagged. There's that spinning elbow again. Look at this, Moreno takes his back. Look at that, he's going to a leg. Good job by Moreno turning that position around. Beautiful hammer fist. What happened to Roy Val there? He started squinting. Yeah, Roy Ball might be hurt. Final seconds of the round. That's it. That is Something's it. wrong with him. Yeah, Roy Ball's hurt. The end of the fight, he has some injury in his right shoulder. Or they popped it back in. Oh, they just popped goodness. it back in. Well, I focus on what happened before. You know, I was dominating the fight on my feet with my striking combination and on the ground with my wrestling. I take his back, almost miss him. So I won the fight. He hasn't lost a fight since May of 2018. Perhaps that championship opportunity will come down the pike with Davison Figueredo. Brandon Moreno, congratulations on holding your number one contender position. I'm ready for the title now. I need to be the best in this division, so I'm so ready for that. You need to watch my next fight. I will Thank watch you so your much. next fight. <laughs> this is exactly the type of performance he needed in order to ensure that when the conversation starts for who's next, his name is Mitch. Mere hours after Moreno defeated Roy Vaughn, the division's champion went to work. Live from the UFC Apex here in Las Vegas, Nevada, USA, this is UFC 255, Figueredo versus Perez. Deus de Geha, God of War. Seems a pretty appropriate moniker for the UFC flyweight champion, Davison Figueredo. If you were molding a fighter from scratch, this would be a pretty good piece of clay from which to start. Figueredo sleeps people with one shot. He strangles talented grapplers. He is a shredded, terrifying destroyer. And we are getting to see tonight the first defense of his flyweight title. But his opponent tonight, man, Alex Perez, a guy that has been in there with some of the best fighters, too. Alex Perez is a tough guy. He's game. He's prepared for this, the biggest moment of his career. 
Eu costumo fazer a previsão do, do que vai acontecer na luta. Oh, man. There's some serious power to that left kick. Figueiredo picks his spots beautifully. Luta do Minha com Alex Pérez. Eu sabia que ele ia ficar com medo de trocar comigo. Look at this. Nice single leg there by Alex Perez. Oh, my goodness. A beautiful job. Rolling down. Oh, good job by Perez. Slide. Oh, look at this. Oh, the guillotine. This is terrible. Oh, it's tight, too. Falei que ia finalizar e finalizei o primeiro round. He's got to get those hands free. Oh, he starts to panic. Oh, he's almost out. Oh, there he is. He's almost out. Nope. Now it's tight. Nope. Oh, oh my top. goodness. Under two minutes oh, in, my goodness. Uma luta que não foi dura, por isso me senti preparado para desafiar o Brando Moreno. E eu tô aqui para desafiar o Brando Moreno. Brando Moreno, você quer lutar comigo em dezembro? Eu sou o melhor peso por pau. Então eu tô aqui à sua disposição, meu irmão. Vamos lá, Dana, faz acontecer essa luta em dezembro. Unique position tonight because Brandon Moreno, that was it seemed like kind of a de facto number one contender fight with Royval. Uh, he wins, he says he wants the champ. Davidson says, I want Moreno. So is that done deal? I mean, is that, is yeah, that the right fight? We're going to keep him here. He's not going back to Brazil. We're going to turn him right around. Really? How fast do you think that'll happen? December. And so it was. The UFC would book Davidson Figueiredo against Brandon Moreno as the UFC 256 main event on December 12th in what will be the fastest turnaround for a champion in UFC history. Eu tô no UFC para fazer história, você pode ter certeza disso. Eu vou ser o maior finalizador, eu vou ser o maior nocauteador. E Brando Moreno, eu vou finalizá-lo para ele aprender a refletir antes de fazer desa qualquer desafio dentro do octógono. You are now messing with the incarnate darkness. I spark this and leave your whole world lit up. I'm hitting targets. I'm, I'm ready for war. And when them shots ring out, no matter what you bring out, I'm never letting off. So tell me where you gonna run to. Where you gonna hide? Oh, he's hurt. Beltran wobbly on his feet. Pignano trying to get a late finish here in round two. He gets it. Wow. Why I can't try to change my life? Why I can't try to change the life of my family, the life of my people here in my country, in Latin America in general. Moreno is Mexican, he will come forward. Man, his kids are tough as they come. Moreno with some vicious hammer fists. That's that it. it. Oh my goodness. Everybody say I can't, but I always show I can do it. Moreno staying committed to the guillotine. Whoa! Whoa. Brandon Moreno! <laughs> the best of five I need to be the best in this division, so I'm so ready for that. That Mexican fighting spirit is alive and well. Be my back, you Sou o melhor peso por pau de dentro do UFC. Eu vou provar isso no dia 12. This Brazilian is not to be taken lightly. December 12th, I'll be the next flyweight champion of the world. Brandon Moreno, what a performance! Why not? Arguably the most watchable, most exciting mixed martial arts fighter in the world today. Tony Ferguson. The UFC's lightweight title picture has long been defined by a Southern California wrestler. Gunny for his shot at the belt. Ferguson, lifelong wrestler, two-time All-American, does a little bit of everything. With a unique style that encompassed creative grappling, 
Tony Ferguson, winner by submission. A never-ending pace. Tony just never stops. And slashing elbows. Elbow, lead elbow, yes. Tony Ferguson amassed a 12-fight win streak. And that's Ferguson at his best, mixing it up. You don't know what's coming. He's tapping! That's it! Including the interim title. Tony Ferguson is the interim lightweight champion Whoa. of the world! The multiple failed bookies with the champion, Habib Nurmagomedov. Tony Ferguson and Habib have been scheduled four times to fight. It seemed as though Dana White had some reluctance to make that fight a fifth time, and candidly, it'd be hard to blame him, man. Oh, it's gonna happen. As fate would have it, the fifth and final time they were scheduled to do battle would be interrupted by spring lockdowns. Nurmagomedov revealed he was in Russia and due to travel restrictions, is officially out of his scheduled fight with Tony Ferguson for April 18th. But once again, Tony Ferguson persevered. UFC 249 has a new main event. Tony Ferguson will now face Justin Gaethje for the UFC interim lightweight title. Gaethje versus Ferguson will not fail. It will be unbelievable. It will be one of the most ridiculous, violent fights that you will ever see. Jacksonville, Florida. This is UFC 249, Ferguson versus Gaethje. And here is the inimitable number one lightweight contender and former UFC interim lightweight king, Tony Ferguson. The man is a complete fighter. He can do everything. He can finish you off his back from the top. He's incredibly creative, but he's fighting the most violent man in a sport that's the most violent sport, and that is crazy. Woo! Here we go. This fight is so exciting. Like, I mean, you know when they come together, it's going to be so good. Tony Ferguson and Justin Gaethje willing to go to absolutely any dark place required. Oh, look at that. To get the job done tonight and leave with 12 pounds of that elusive UFC gold. Ferguson goes high oh, and lands. Beautiful. Oh, Jesus. Oh! All right, here we go, round two. Oh. I mean, Tony Ferguson has a great chin because he has been hit with some shots. But look at this, Tony's like, come on, keep going. Oh my goodness. See, this is one of the reasons why Ferguson is the boogeyman. Yeah. He just keeps coming. Oh! Ferguson with a huge uppercut! Let's go, Justin! Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Get up that stool. Oh! Oh, he stung him. Ferguson buckled, but regained composure, and now he lands a big right. Oh, nice! How many shots can one human being take? Tony Ferguson's not a regular human. Most people would be unconscious at this point. Oh, oh Tony's hurt. He's hurt real he's bad. Real hurt oh, he's now. hurt bad. They're going to stop the fight. That's oh, it. Oh, man. Justin Gaethje wow. stops Tony Ferguson in round five. He's the UFC's era lightweight champion. happens, man. What can you do, man? But uh, thank you for taking the fight, Justin. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the fight, man. Tony Ferguson, ladies and gentlemen. Truly the heart of a champion and a toughness that they will be talking about for years to come. You're only as good as your last loss. That's really true. People remember your losses more than your victories. Unfortunate, especially in this industry. My last loss, I think people are gonna remember a lot of different things. You're gonna have people remember the uppercut. You're gonna have people remember me being all cut up. But what people are gonna remember is that time where everybody came together.
hard, it's difficult, but I enjoy it, and I thrive during the hardest of situations. So win or lose, you bounce back, you dust yourself off, you get yourself back up. Put your mask on, get on with your life, and do the damn thing. It's much easier to smile than it is to stay pissed off in the world. We got these younger fighters that forget how tough it is, you know? My best advice is if you got a problem, throw the gloves on and get in the ring and get your ass in a MMA gym. Handle it that way. Next up for Ferguson is a top 10 Brazilian who has been quietly rewriting the history books. Perhaps the best submission artist the Octagon has ever seen. This guy's a threat everywhere. Basically, if you leave a limb hanging out, he's going to take it. Oliveira is very technical on the ground, extremely crafty. Third degree jiu-jitsu black belt, Charles Oliveira. He's got a triangle and an armbar combination. I mean, you want to talk about a guy who can finish. There's the tap. He had a small little window of opportunity, and he jumped right through it. Owner of the first calf slicer in UFC history. A brilliant move by Oliveira. Is a finishing machine. Man, oh man, look at this. Any opportunity he has on the mat, he's gonna lock it up. If you allow that man to wrap his arms around your neck, it's only a matter of time before he puts you out. He's got the hands connected. Jury's in all sorts of trouble. He's tapping. That's it. Tied with Donald Cerrone for most finishes in UFC history. Positional dominance leads to submission brilliance. He owns the record for most performance of the night bonuses. He's tapping. That's it. There's that guillotine, and Oliveira's guillotine is nasty. And has also notched more submission victories. Going rear naked. Than any fighter in history. There it is. Charles Oliveira. The most submission wins in UFC history. Não é qualquer um que faz luta. Então você tem que gostar disso, você tem que ter prazer nisso. Eu tenho prazer nisso. At the snap of your fingers, it was another tap out. Eu gosto de lutar. He continues to pile onto his record. Big right from Oliveira. Charles Duprox Oliveira doesn't wrap him up. He knocks him out. After his most recent seven fight streak. This guy continues to get wow. it done. All stoppage wins. He is flashy when the octagon gate closes. That is for sure. The world is finally taking notice of the dangerous DeBronx. This man is the total package and a serious threat to anybody in this division. But Oliveira's friend, coach, and manager Diego Lima. Não para muito longe, não. Senão a vira zigzag. As long known about the promise of Brazil's top lightweight from the Sao Paulo coast. Normal, Bucão. Então a gente já tem uma amizade com ele muito longa, é, porém em 2016 ele acabou vindo definitivamente para São Paulo, é, integrando 100% na Academia de Box, onde eu assumi a, é, o cargo né, de head coach, aí, supervisionando os treinos dele, a gente foi em busca de nossos sonhos. This man is now coming into his prime. The striking is caught up with the submissions. O Charles está lutando agora dia 12 no UFC 256 contra o Ferguson. This man's the total package and a serious threat to anybody in this division. Prepare! Valeu!
He is flashy when the Octagon Gate closes, that is for sure. After lying in wait since his last headliner in Brazil, the UFC's final official bout before pandemic lockdowns. Now this Kevin is Lee bad. caught down. This is bad. Here. Oliveira forces the tap. Charles Oliveira, another submission. The biggest win of his career comes tonight. Oliveira has been booked in the highest profile fight of his decorated career on just three weeks' notice. Claro que nós preferíamos tivesse um pouco mais de tempo, mas o Charles é um cara que está sempre pronto, sempre treinado. Então, na verdade, agora a gente só vai adaptar o que ele já faz. Buscar o nocaute ou a finalização, que é o Charles faz todas as lutas. Todas as lutas que eu fiz dentro do UFC foi sempre uma guerra, sempre andando pra frente, sempre oh, guerreando. Muito bom, bicho, é isso? Excelente, bichão. Isso. Essa luta contra o Tony Ferguson, cara, vai ser uma guerra. Isso. O melhor em pé do que ele, eu tenho o melhor jiu-jitsu, melhor do que o dele. Meu S é melhor do que o dele, a minha cabeça, meu espírito é melhor do que o dele. Excelente. Eu tô pronto. Ele já teve a fase dele, já passou, já. Agora é o meu momento. Brazilian lightweight Charles Oliveira, like many from humble beginnings, enjoys the finer things in life. But ambitions of grandeur have never escaped him since they were first instilled during his adolescence. Aí é o seguinte, minha mãe sempre falou para mim assim, filha, a gente tem que sonhar grande, sonhar alto, né? Queria andar na rua, as pessoas bater foto comigo, aconteceu. Pô, tem uma casa pra mim boa, eu tenho. Pô, eu sonho em dar as coisas pra minha filha, eu, eu dou. Cara, mas a gente tem que ser muito sincero. Primeiramente, é um sonho. Ser campeão do UFC, tá com cinturão pra casa. Muito próximo, já tem 10 anos nessa mesma estrada, nessa história. 27 vitórias. Eu deixo na mão do juiz, eu nocautei ou finalizo. Quero me ser o sexto, era pra estar bem mais lá na frente. Cara, eu tô pronto pra evitar qualquer um desses top 5, eu falei isso. It's not often that UFC contenders need more than 7 consecutive wins to earn a title shot. The lightweight division is just that competitive. Oh, triangle choke by Nurmagomedov. He, he tapped. tapped. He chokes Justin Gaethje to sleep 29-0. And, and while the dominant champion remains in limbo, 
It's gonna be my last fight. The promotional newcomers keep their eye on the prize. Oliveira feels his path to a title shot is more clear than ever before. That's him. Deus puye. Tá vindo de uma vitória, perdeu pro Khabib. The Conor McGregor tá vindo de uma vitória, perdeu pro Khabib. There's the tap! Conor McGregor deixa por ir. The most talent stacked division. Sabe ver vs Tony Ferguson? In MMA today. Vai pra cabeça, o já já tá ali só e tá só esperando. Dia 12 de dezembro, Charles Oliveira vai sair com o braço levantado e eu vou chocar o mundo mais uma vez. The 155-pound title picture is constantly evolving. Just ask Tony Ferguson, who's been a fixture of the lightweight top three for the better part of a decade. A spot earned by fighting as often as possible. The top fighters that we have in this division, they're slowing it up, we'll make it happen. Nobody wants to finish strong at the end of the year. Well, I'm a company man. That's a CSO. That's a chief security officer. That's champ only. Hey, man. You guys know you can count on me. Blood, sweat, and tears have brought Ferguson everything he has in life, including the secluded gym where he prepares for the co-main event bout with Oliveira at UFC 256. That was the only thing that was going on when the pandemic hit. Champ only snapped down City Academy. You know, this is pretty cool. I built it. A guy like me that had the encouragement from a company like the UFC. Was able to succeed. Pretty cool. Confident with me. Confident. These are things that, that are not for everybody. These are things that are like, you know, they're, they're too, too far-fetched for people. Too much. They can't handle it. They look at it, they yawn, they go roll their eyes. I'm earning it. I'm taping up my shoes and I'm doing my That's why my stuff is built by my hands, nobody else. This absolute warrior of a human being is truly the stuff of legends. There you go, champ. Finish strong. Unbelievably durable, knows how to survive getting hurt. Earned. You got this. Tony just never stops. Not given. My man. There's the tap. That's it. Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson is just a problem, man. Such is life in the UFC. Hey, Fado. Fado.
The high-stakes bout with Charles Oliveira on December 12th. He's not just a submission threat either. On the feet, this man is super dangerous. It's the victor in title contention. He is a bonus machine. Yeah, look at my shine with the glow. The hype is for real. Cara, eu sou o melhor do mundo. Deus sabe disso. E a humildade sempre a mesma. É meu momento, é a minha hora. Tá chegando, tá próximo. He's so hot right now on such a win streak. Charles Oliveira is a hell of a fighter. Let me be real. He's good. He's really good. But I had to start believing in myself. He's a brilliant madman. One of the most creative guys to ever step into the octagon. He finds a way to finish it. Putting in the work, proving it to myself, not longer to anybody else anymore. And I will win decisively. Ferguson just keeps marching forward, man. This guy's been the number one contender since 2015. He's something special. Charles Oliveira, my word. Everything he does is so technical. That kid is the real deal. Vou passar por cima desse cara. Dia 12 de dezembro, vou chocar o mundo, irmão. December 12th, the fans are going to get an actual fight. We want to talk about a guy earning his way to a title. I'm going to go out there and outplay him. I'm going to put him away. Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series is proving to be a hotbed for emerging superstars. Here is Kevin Holland fighting out of Fort Worth, Texas. His nickname, Trailblazer. He says he's going to trailblaze to the top. And UFC 256 will feature one of the show's most polarizing personalities. Holland fires a knee there. Then he lets Santiago know about it. Let's go with this fight. He was a talented guy and he won his fight, but he wouldn't shut up. Look at the confidence from Kevin Holland, who puts his hand in the air and continues to flap the gun. This guy is talking the entire fight. Michael, you're fighting in front of Dana White. The urgency shown by Kevin Holland, or lack thereof, are you surprised by that? Less talk, more action. Let's go. So I said, I'm, I'm not signing this guy. I don't want him. I'm not interested in him. Jumping guard is Kevin Holland. Although middleweight Kevin Holland did not earn a UFC contract in his Contender Series showcase, he would soon be granted a rare second chance. A good evening to you from the West Coast. This is UFC 227. So Tiago Santos's fight falls out. And I said, let's call some contender guys then that we liked. They all turned down the fight. I said, call Big Mouth. I want to see if Big Mouth takes this fight. Some suggested he was getting thrown to the wolves here. Short notice opportunity tonight. Took the fight, came in and fought the fight. To step right in on his octagon debut against a straight up killer. In there with Tiago Santos, this beast. And Tiago looking to take him down. Look at this. Look at this. Is that a oh, flying on Plata? Kevin Holland. Oh, Joe, Tiago Santos in some serious trouble. Oh, oh, he's oh, it. oh, oh. man. And Santos with some big bombs. Kevin's doing a good job of keeping his elbows in there. And he's landing some from the bottom. They're still talking and saying, talking so much his mouthpiece fell out twice. Oh, 
he keeps dropping his mouthpiece. No, 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 no. Put that back in. Don't get crazy, bro. <laughs> don't say I don't need that. But wow, he looked good. That's the book on Kevin Holland. He's not afraid to be himself in there. Oh, looks like Santos got tagged there. He's separating the arms. He's looking for that Kimura again. He's got side control, big elbows. He's a wild man. He's in there just having fun. Oh, Santos is just teeing off. Believe Kevin Holland is still game. It's crazy that Kevin Holland took this fight two weeks ago. We will give him the proper time to train, get ready for a fight, and we'll give him another fight. I grew up in Ontario, California, Rancho Cucamonga, California, Fontana, California, Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm a nomad. I was aggressive as a kid. I always got in a lot of fist fights. I got kicked out of high school for headbutting security guard. Then I ended up in community day school. The teacher was a martial arts instructor, and uh, I was like, dude, this is uh, pretty cool. I guess I'll give this a shot. Next thing you know, I was there all the time. Never stopped going, you know? Here we are, over 10 years later, still doing martial arts. After kicking off his UFC career with a hard-fought loss, Holland has since recorded seven impressive wins. So here's the inimitable Kevin Holland making the walk. Kevin Holland, man, this kid's just fun. And doing so with his patented flair for the dramatic. Nice jumping knee, look at that. That's deep. Oh, submission win for Kevin Holland. In Octagon, I'm pretty explosive. He uses volume to overtake his opponent. I tend to get places pretty quick. Kevin wasted no time. But. Overall, I just come to fight. Kevin Holland, first round knockout. I think uh, a lot of guys get too caught up thinking when they're inside the octagon or when they're inside their fighting, and I just come to bang. He pulls people into his tricky arsenal. All this stuff mixed in creates an unorthodox style in Kevin Holland. Whatever comes to mind, whatever sparks off, I'm gladly down to do it. Delivering entertaining fights has been Kevin Holland's mission. Oh, one and done on the knockout for the Trailblazer. Comes to being game, I think I'm probably one of the most game persons, especially in 2020. Stop! He has a lot of confidence and momentum behind him. It's time to challenge him. Holland is 4-0 in 2020, and his middleweight ascent continues on December 12th against one of the division's all-time greats. One of the most respected fighters on this roster from fans and fighters alike, Brazilian Jacare Souza. Ronaldo Jacare Souza is a former Strike Force champion with elite grappling ability. He is just on a different level in terms of jiu-jitsu, and he applies it to mixed martial arts better than about anybody in this entire game. But when the 10-time gold medalist in jiu-jitsu entered the UFC, Look at this guillotine here from Jacare, that is very tight. Guy's an absolute beast. He proved that he could finish fights from anywhere. Jacare continues to show his evolution. And while Jacare's career is certainly decorated, oh! about with Holland to be his last chance at a UFC title run. Jacare Souza knocks out Chris Weidman. After Jacare's failed attempt to move up in weight, Making his trademark entry. When he last faced light heavyweight Jan Blachowicz. Jacare Souza, his debut at 205 pounds. Who has since become the division's champion. 
So not the results he was looking for as he moved up to 205 pounds for Jacare Souza. Back to the drawing board for him. We'll see where this one lands him next. I just fight from light weight because I like the, the challenges. I like the like fight against the big guys and then the big names. But I'm a natural midway, you know. That's why I'm I'm back for my natural division. At 40 years of age. Jacare's last shot at a UFC title run starts back at 185 pounds. And a December 12th bout with the 28-year-old Kevin Holland is a fitting challenge. He's a young guy. I'm not a young guy anymore, you know. But uh, I feel great. I'm excited. I'm ready. In the fight day, I want to show for the world who I am. This guy is going to be in trouble. When lockdown measures arrived in the spring of 2020, Many wondered when sports would resume. And it was the UFC that wrote the playbook on how to safely return. Health and safety is something that we worry about every weekend that we put on an event, not just because of COVID-19. We're doing everything that we can to make sure that this event is as safe as possible. Everybody's being tested, multiple testing, two different types of testing. What a development. Stephen A. Smith broke the story and he joins us on SportsCenter this evening. Ronaldo Jacari Souza arrived in Jacksonville, Florida on Wednesday like most fighters do. Uh, 48 hours later, they learned that indeed he had tested positive. I was ready to fight against Hall and in a couple of seconds, they said, oh, you got COVID-19, you have to go back to your home. I was asymptomatic. I didn't feel anything. I was disappointed, but you see, they protect all the fighters. I recovered myself and put my mind you know, my, on my friend, my family, on God, and back to the work. Analdo Jacare Souza was the first recorded positive case of the UFC's newly implemented testing procedures. And while safety measures mandated that he return home to Orlando, Souza would persevere. I decided to turn my garage in my gym. It's great because I have everything here. My train partners. My dogs. My garage is beautiful and it's great. I can work in my home.
The comforts of home are an ideal backdrop for UFC 256 training camp. But for Jacare's opponent, Kevin Holland, comfort comes in the form of tangible luxuries. I've made $100,000 off bonuses. They've probably all went to shoes and cars. You got the green machine, beefed up 327. Drives pretty good, new rims on there. Probably didn't need rims, but I wanted more meat on my tires, so we switched it up. I was seeing this green car, and he started it up, and I was like, oh, that sounds nasty. Whipped out my phone, did a little poll. Who thinks I should buy it, yeah or nah? I got Dana White, the boss of all bosses, so I'm like, oh, Uncle Dana said, yeah. Sends me a message, asks me how much, and we just started chopping it up a little bit about the cars. So I hit my grandma up, and I'm like, yo, Dana messaged me. He told me I should buy the car. She was like, oh, if your boss tells you to buy a car, you got to buy a car. You got to buy it. So, I mean, like, that was it right there. That was a wrap. It's a hell of a car, man. All right, guys, want to hear it? All the work that I have left to do on the Mean Green Machine, I'd definitely take a third bonus in 2020. The Mean Green Machine ain't mean unless you keep putting that green into it. And that's how we do it. The opportunity to earn another bonus comes on December 12th in what will be Holland's fifth fight in 2020. Super hungry individual. I mean, who else fights four times in a weird calendar year? Well, I always wanted to get to the UFC so I could be fighting in front of millions and millions of people. And I guess I still am fighting in front of millions of people. They're just at home watching it on TV. But I'm enjoying this. Yes, and a big thing. This is it. That's it. Wow. A one of a kind Kevin Holland one, two. is hitting his stride. The Jacare Sosa has title hopes of his own. I have nothing to prove, but I'm still hungry, you know? Man, he's a savage in I train hard, so I'm ready. Kevin Holland here, looking fast, looking good. We stand and bang, we can get one more bonus. So don't go out there trying to lay and pray, baby. Oh! oh! One and done on the knockout for the Trailblazer! Come out there with that action. When the octagon's closed, I want to show him who I am. The middleweight showdown rounds out a stacked card. Concluded by former interim champ Tony Ferguson. This guy's been the number one contender since 2015. Oh, big elbow! He's something special. Battling lightweight finisher Charles Oliveira. Oh, and Gordon's out! Wow! Look at that! Power from Charles Oliveira! Oh! Big right from Oliveira! Hammer fist! And a flyweight championship headline between the reigning King Davis and Figueiredo. Oh, he's out! He's, he's out! out. out. He's out. Oh, oh, my goodness! Under two minutes, oh, my Figueiredo! And challenger Brendan Moreno. Moreno with some vicious hammer fist! That's it! It's an epic 2020 conclusion. December 12th in Las Vegas.